Hello, welcome to Bible Education Institute Children's Hour. My name is Mrs. Henry Kelly. I am um, Reverend Kelly's wife, and we're starting up a new portion. And this one is for children or for anybody else that enjoys watching things that are for children. That would be me in that category. Today, I would like to introduce some of the cast members that will be joining us um, with each or most every episode. Um, the first one that I'd like to introduce, his name is Babar. And Babar, here I come. Babar is, um, it's pretty obvious that I am an elephant. Yes, and um, I have been with uh, Mrs. Kelly since she was a little child your age. She was five years old when she got her, or got me, sorry. <laughs> she was five years old when she got me. Her older sister um, had made her to give, to give oh, I'm sorry, made me to give to her. Uh, sometimes I get nervous in front of the cameras, don't we all? Or at least most of us. <laughs> okay, so anyways, my name is Babar, and I've been with um, Mrs. Kelly, I call her mom, um, for years, since she was five. Well, thank you, Babar. I'm glad you could join us. Am I the only one joining us today? Uh, no, I'm going to bring on your other friend there. You mean Flamingi? Yes, I mean Flamingi. Did I hear my name? Did I hear my name? I did. I heard my name. My name is Flamingi. And I have known Mom for uh, not quite as long. I've only known Mom for about four years or maybe five. I lost count. But I'm part of the family. Yes, my name is Flamingi. So why are we doing this Zoom meeting? Hmm? Why are we? Well, actually, it's a new thing we're starting. A new thing? Yes. A new thing? Yes. Uh, I don't like new things. Yeah, I'm not normally one for new things either. Well, guys, this time we're going to do this new thing, and it's going to be something we do pretty regularly, at least once a month, if not more. Uh, what's new about it? Well, it's going to be a new emphasis, we'll say. An emphasis, a big, fancy word for what we look at, okay? So we're going to be looking at the Bible. Uh, you look at the Bible all the time. Well, yes, I, I do. That's not new. No, 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 no. The new part is we're looking at the Bible and sharing the information with the children that will watch the Zoom meeting. Oh. oh, I get it. Kind of like you used to share the videos with the kids in your class. 
Exactly, except this is different context. Context. I get nervous in filming the cameras too. Hmm. So what are we learning today? Well, today we're going to learn the first of the Ten Commandments. First means the number one. So why don't we learn the fifth one? You always say that's your favorite. Well, I thought I, it is my favorite, uh, but no, um, the first, I think it would make more sense if we go in order, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, I guess it kind of would make sense to do it in order. <laughs> yeah. So what is the first one? Well, let me show you, because I don't know about you guys, but I tend to be very visual. Okay, so this is called um, the Bible verse, and it's out of the book of Exodus. Exodus is the second book of the Bible, because if you learn the books of the Bible, it says Genesis, Exodus. So this is Exodus. This is the second book of the Bible. It is in what they call chapter 20. Chapter 20. And then this colon tells you, and this is the verse. So it's in Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. Hey, Mom. Yes. What are those capital letter things up there for? What does NKJV stand for? That kind of looks like you're trying to be a secret or you're, or you're like a teen or get older and they're trying to say, you know, initials for things that people don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. No, no. That's just the way they tell you what version or type of the Bible it came from. You have to be careful when you read God's Word, kids. Not kids, because you're not goats. Children. Okay? You have to be careful of um, what you read. You can't just pick up... If someone says, here, read this Bible, and you don't know what version it is, this one is called New King's King James Version. The first one that I believe was used in America, I could be wrong, so don't quote me, was the King James Version. That one, I think, for me, is a little bit more difficult because it's more Old English. Like, it, it talks not the way... Um, we kind of do today. Um, the new King James still is a little poetic-y and, and has a little bit of the flair words in it or, or fancy words in it, kind of like shall, okay? No one says shall anymore, okay? This one says, you shall have no other gods before me. And no one says shall anymore. Shall is a word that used to be used for the word um, will. You will have no other gods before me. Um, I'm sorry, but you're a teacher, and, uh, and I see that you're doing the whole capital letter thing and punctuation thing with your verses, but, um, I thought me is a pronoun that has a lowercase m, a small m. Well, Flamingi. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here. Well, Flamingi, you're right, normally it would be, but in this case, 
who do you think the me is referring to? Well, obviously it's talking about God because it says you should have no other gods before me. And the, oh, by the way, the G is lowercase because there are other gods out there. They're just not the true God, the one and only God. Exactly. So that's why, to answer your question, the M and me is capitalized in this verse because the me is talking about the one true God. Oh, so Exodus 20, verse 3 reads, You shall have no other gods before me. Exactly. Exodus 20, verse 3 reads, You shall have no other gods before me. Very good. So, Mom, you're saying that Exodus 20, verse 3, says you shall have no other gods before me. Um, yeah, Babar, that's right. Uh, well, I have a question. Who's the you? Um, who do you think the you is referring to? Who do you think it is? Well, since um, I read the verse, it would be me, I guess. Well, yes, but if it was talking to an unbeliever, that means somebody that doesn't realize they're a sinner. That means they've done these things that we're talking about. And being really sorry for it because God is awesome and you want to please God and you want to you do the right thing for God. Um, an unbeliever is a person who, who doesn't care about God and doesn't believe in the one true God, which we'll talk about, um, well, let's do it now because it's the most important thing, really. God, the true one true God, is a God who, we'll just say, has, you know, three parts. He's God the Father. He's God the Son. And he's God the Holy Spirit. Wait, 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 wait. One God, but three people? Yes, I know it's a difficult concept. It's hard to understand. But think about it. People are one person, but they have different um, job descriptions or j different jobs, we'll say. For example, I myself, I am Mrs. Kelly, and I am Reverend Henry Kelly's wife. That's kind of like a job. But I'm also a teacher, so I'm a teacher. And I'm your mom, and the mom to two of my children. So I'm definitely not God. But it's kind of like that, where one person does three different things. So you have God the Father, who's a protector, and, and, he's, and he knows all things, and he's there for you when, whenever. Then there's God the Son. Now that's one of the most important things, and we'll talk in another video about what um, God the Son 
why that's so important. Um, God the Son is extremely important. In fact, you can't be a child of God unless you first know God the Son, which is Jesus Christ. And then you have God the Holy Spirit. Now, God the Holy Spirit will help you to um, kind of kind of make the right decisions if you're always thinking about God first before you make those decisions. Oh, I think I kind of get it. There's only one God, but he's made up of three different um, people. Like, well, he's made up of three parts, we'll say. Yeah, I guess that's how you could word it. Oh, I think I get it too. All right. So anyway, going back to Exodus 20, verse 3, um, your question was, who's the you? The you is, are the people who know God, the people who, who, who know God, who, who want to do his will for their lives. But what does it exactly mean to not have any other gods before, before him? Oh, good question. Um, well, some people say it means that you shouldn't um, you shouldn't honor and 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 respect and look at, um, let's say, Buddha or some other god that's out there. But really, the verse means more than that. To have something before something else means your focus, what you think about, what you do is is that's putting them first or it first for example if all i did myself was work 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 and i all i did was work to make money or just to work just if all i did was work and i didn't pay any attention to you or flamingi or my biological children or or even my husband then i would be putting work before God the Father, because I wouldn't be spending time with him, reading his word every day and doing what it says without fail. And I wouldn't be, I would, I would be putting it over my husband, who's the second priority in my life. And I would be putting it over you guys. Oh, so you're saying that because you would be working so much and not really thinking about these other things, that you're worshiping your work or your, your paycheck or whatever. Exactly. Very good. So that's what it means. Exodus 20, verse 3, at least in the New King James Version, every version says the same meaning. It just uses different words. But it means the same thing. It means we need to focus on God first. Well, how do you do that? Well, that's a good question. Boy, you guys have some smart questions. I bet those of you listening have a lot of questions too. I bet you're thinking, well, how do you do that? Well, to put God first, you need to be thinking about him and, and praying to him or talking to him, which is basically what prayer is, each and every day. And a good thing to do is to start off your day, like right after you get out of bed and make your bed, because I'm sure your parents want you to make your bed if, if you're of an age where you can make your bed. Um, right after you do that, you can kneel or, or sit or stand, whatever your preference, 
and pay attention to God. How do you do that? Oh, well, um, you would pray to him, okay? We'll go into, after we do the Ten Commandments, we're going to be talking about what they call the Lord's Prayer. And that's kind of like a guide of how do you, how do you pray? How do you talk to God? And then after you pray, you would read his word. Um, depending on your age, you may not be able to read. So, so maybe getting someone to read um, for you. Or you guys, I don't know how old you are, but if you're allowed to have a tablet or, or you're of an age where you have a phone, you can always, what they call download, that means you can get that app, you know, that talks about um, reading the Bible for you. It's, it reads it out loud. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sometimes I do that for myself. When I'm really tired and I can't think straight or think clearly, I'll sometimes listen to the Bible instead of read it myself, even though reading is very important. So, Flabingi, what verse did we learn today? Oh, we learned Exodus 20, verse 3, and it says, You shall have no other gods before me. Very good, Flamingi. You're exactly right. Babar, do you remember? Well, of course I do. It is Exodus 20, verse 3, and it says, You shall have no other gods before me. Very good. You guys are quick learners. Now, for those of you that are watching the video, you too can learn God's word. And I know some adults even, and children, say, well, I can't memorize things. No, we can. Sometimes it just takes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of practice. So I would recommend writing that verse out kind of like I did. You don't have to be fancy and do the different colors, but write it out. And then each and every day, maybe in the morning when you're spending time talking to God, you can, you can read that verse. And I promise you, if you read it or say it or hear it, because it might be of an age where you can't read, if you hear it every day, after a while, you'll be able to say it yourself without help. But when you do that, make sure you don't just say, you shall have no other gods before me, because you're forgetting one of the biggest important part of that verse. And I call it its um, address. It's where you can find that verse. Now, with the Bible, sometimes you can find a verse or a verse that's just like it that means the same thing in different places in the Bible. Okay? What I would concentrate on is learning one place so you know where you can go to it. And we'll talk about why you might need to know the address to these verses later, okay? So the first one you should be studying would be obviously number one, because that's the first that comes in the order of 10. And it is Exodus 20, verse three. You shall have no other gods before me. It was great meeting with you today, and I'm looking forward to doing another one. Again, I'm Mrs. Um, Henry Kelly from Bible Education Institute. Have a great day. Or night, depending on when you watched it. <laughs>